Welcome back to another episode of the Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird. And folks, I got uh, we're gonna throw around some things today. I'm excited about this next guest that we have. Uh, met this young lady, oh geez, a couple months ago. And um, very interesting and intrigued with what she does. So without further ado, my new friend, Amber Dempsey. Amber, how are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Appreciate your time today. Uh, so we're going to dive right into this. Tell my listeners a little bit about yourself. So my name is Amber Dempsey. I'm from Reading, Pennsylvania. I have been playing disc golf uh, pretty much all of my life. Um, I started playing when I was two years old. Um, your dad probably taught you how to throw a baseball when you were a kid. And my dad taught me how to throw a disc or a Frisbee. Nice. And for those of you who don't know what disc golf is, a lot of people know it's Frisbee golf or froth. Um, it's played very similar to golf, except you have a disc or a Frisbee and you throw it from a teapot and you try to get it into a disc catcher or a basket in the least amount of tries. Okay. So it's, it's golf. With with a disc, you gotta you gotta least amount of tries, the lowest stroke, or I, I don't know what they call it. Do they call it a strike? Yeah, it's a stroke. Yeah, so lowest stroke wins the hole. And I'm assuming it's is it like golf where they have like okay, you have this is a par four or a par three or or, or par five. Yeah, we like keep that. score exactly the same way. There's out of bounds. There's uh, mandatories. There's penalties. Um, we have like mainly three different types of discs. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of variety. Of Sorry. That's all right. What, so if there's different types of discs, like when you say that, because again, this is an the ignorant side of me because I, I just don't know, but I'm assuming like the different, different weights of the discs. Okay, so ignorant question here. There's different. You said there's three different types of of discs. So the the ignorant question that I have is, are they different weights? Are they are they like different sizes or different shapes? So I mean, there's thousands of different types of discs, but like in general, there's a a putter, a mid range, and a driver. Those are like your three basic discs that you would use to like get started. Okay. So a putter. Um, is has like really rounded edges. It flies like really flat and it's for a close shot. Okay. Or very usually straight shot. Okay. Not necessarily, but like because it does, it can it has a nice fade on it. Right. Um, a mid-range or an approach disc, like a mid-range driver, mm-hmm. is gonna have a little bit more sharper edges, but not terribly sharp. And it's gonna fly also pretty flat. Um, it's gonna be a more like have an easy fade. It's not going to get you long distance. Okay. Then you have a driver who, which is like really aerodynamic, has sharp okay. edges. It's going to cut through the wind. Um, and the edges are going to be much sharper. So it's going to be able to get you much longer distance. Um, and you would use that as your first shot. So there's really a lot of technology that goes in behind this. There is. And they're all weighted. So like everyone has like based off your strength, and based off, um, there's, they're weighted in grams. So I generally throw what's called like 150 class. Mm-hmm. And that means like in the 150 gram range. Um, I do throw some discs that are lighter, like on the 130s and 
I have some that are really heavy. And as you progress and you learn to play the sport, you learn how to manipulate the disc better. Um, and just because you're really tall or strong doesn't mean you're necessarily going to throw further than somebody else. It has a lot to do with technique. <clears throat> so even if you're a smaller person um, and you're short, right. it doesn't mean you can't throw really, really far. So does it matter the course that you're playing too? Like uh, so I, I grew up playing golf, so I'm, mm -hmm. I'm a golfer. So I'm trying to intermingle the two together based off of what you're saying. And I actually, I, I get it. So like I knew where my mid range irons were. I knew how far I could hit my driver. And depending on the hole, it was, you know, you play the hole in the way that it's, it's laid out. You you might have a par five that's, that's 500 yards, but you may have, um, you know, an obstacle or something 200 yards out. So you know, do you cut a corner or do you play short and then play your second shot long or something like that? So do you guys, do you have the same mindset when you, when you go to these discourse and stuff like that? Absolutely. So there's all different types of courses. So I carry about 20 different types of discs with me. Um, and some of them I, I don't use yeah. every round. Right. Um, I usually have at least like five putters in my bag. They're all different weights. They're all different shapes. Um, and they all do different things. And same with my mid-range discs and my drivers, because some fade left, some fade right, some fly really straight and flat. Right. Um, sometimes if it's a windy day or if there's no wind at all, the, all those things are like become like a factor. Um, but so I love a wooded course because I'm like a strategic player. It's like a puzzle to me. So I love to be able to manipulate the disc through the trees. Um, and because I am a strategic player, I don't really throw very far. Like I throw far in general compared to like the regular person. Right. But I wouldn't say I throw, I don't throw like 600, 700 feet, like some of these amazing pros out there. So I have to like play with my ability that I know I have a really, I throw very straight and very flat and I'm a great putter. Um, and when you get up to a hole, what I teach everyone when we play, when they've never played before, everyone always tries to throw as far as they can. And I always explain to you, they try to throw to the target. And I'm like, you can't throw that far. But so you really should know every throw before your first throw. So like, you should map it out. Okay. So like, so say you're a new player and you're like, I can throw 60 feet. I know I can make it to that tree. I would instruct you and position your body so you could throw accurately to that tree. And then we would pick our next location. I can throw accurately here through this location, through these trees. So I know I'm going to get a three or a four on this hole. So there's, there should never be a surprise um, like on uh, your score. You should always know what you're going to get. I mean, obviously there's obstacles right. and trees and water <laughs> and, you know, it's not always as planned, but um but that's how that's how I coach people. Yeah. So I mean, I've been teaching people how to play disc golf since I was since I was very young. Um, to tell you a little bit more. Yeah. Um, when I was ten, I played in my first tournament, and time I was fifteen, I was sponsored, and I played in my first world championship. I was sponsored by a company called Whammo, and they were owned by Mattel, the people that like make Barbie, the slip and slide, the hacky sack, and I tried out. 
and there was like over a hundred thousand kids that like tried out in North America and they picked roughly between eight and 10 girls for each division. And they flew me and the other people that played and they kind of called it like, uh, like team USA for like disc golf and like, but it was really not just disc golf. It was like an overall, um, disc frisbee event you had to compete in all these different events it wasn't just a disc event and we can talk about that another time and i went out there and i competed with the the best girls in north america i went three years in a row uh the last year that i went i placed second in disc golf and i placed third as an overall competitor and it was the most amazing experience as a kid and then wait, wait, I went, back up. Where, where? So, did they send you like all over the place then, or where? I went to Texas. I went okay. to Dallas, Texas. Um, we went for like a week, and they paid for everything oh. for all of us. And we were on the news. We were in the newspaper. We competed in at the Texas State Fair in their arena. We had our autograph in Planet Hollywood in downtown Dallas. It was it was really exciting as a child. So like this, Amber, disc golf has been around for for quite a while then, because I, I remember, oh god, this would have been late nineties, early two thousands. Um, I remember I I was a I was a uh, assistant manager at a plate against sports up in like northern Arizona somewhere, and we used to sell these disc golf, and that was just coming out. Like I had never seen it, never heard of anything about it, but they, they had just put in a park with a couple of these and they were like oh go check it out and i've done it a couple of times and it was like oh this is kind of cool didn't understand well, I a little history time. right yeah, but uh, please, yeah. The frisbee. Yeah. okay so the frisbee was invented there was a guy that owned um a pie company and these there was a bunch of kids outside the one day and they were throwing his pie tent and they were the his name was william frisbee and it was f-r-i-s-b-i-e and it was stamped inside the pie tent and there was kids outside and they were throwing the pie tins back and forth saying, catch the Frisbee. And that's essentially how the Frisbee was invented. Through, there a, was, pie, through a pie tin. Through a pie tin. Oh. <laughs> and then a guy named Walter Frederick Morrison, okay. um, he made the first flying saucer. And it went on to be called the Morrison Pipco Acrophane. And my family actually owns that one of those discs and the pie tin, um, which is really cool. Oh, wow. Um, so I love to share that story um, because... It's just, it's, it's, it's just like very it's unique. His, it's history. And then what happened was, then there was a guy named Ed Hedrick. They called him Steady Eddie. And he is very well known in the disc golf community. He was actually one of my coaches when I was sponsored by Whammo the one year. Um, he came out and coached our team. So I actually got to meet him. And he invented the game of disc golf. He invented the target, the disc catcher, which is called the pole hole. Okay. And he invented the, the rules in the game of what we know today as disc golf. So you're pretty passionate about this, it's safe to say. Yeah, so I grew up playing. My dad was a huge pioneer of the sport, and my dad was the first person to get a disc golf approved. The first two disc golf courses approved in a state park in the state of Pennsylvania. And then the club that he belongs to installed the courses, and they still maintain them and have events to today. Oh, that's so cool. So I always encourage everyone to buy discs from the local parks because all the money goes to the maintenance of the courses. Listen, so. if, if you're listening to the show right now, it means you're already online. Open up another browser, go to discgolfentertainment.com. That's discgolfentertainment.com. That's Amber's website, and we're going to get into it here, uh, what she's 
what she does now and uh, what she has coming up. So, Amber, you said you, you coach or you teach people how to play disc golf or the, and whatnot. Elaborate on that a little bit and what do you have coming up? So I have a summer youth program coming up that I'm really excited about. It's going to be in Pennsylvania next to Alvernia University. It's called Angelica Park. There's a great 10-hole disc golf course there. And I'm going to teach every, all the kids with the history of disc golf, the rules. They're going to learn how to throw three discs. I'm going to teach them all sorts of techniques. We're going to play a couple holes. This is going to be a three-day program. They come for two hours. I group them by age. So it's like an all-day thing. So I have three time slots. It starts um, July 7th. The first session is July 7th, 21st, and 28th. Okay. And the second session is the August 4th, 11th, and 18th. Um, I got some really great sponsorship. Um, MVP Discs and OTB Discs uh, sent me a combination of 80 brand new discs so I can give every kid one. Oh, so we're cool. super excited about that. Uh, they make amazing plastic. Um, I've used their stuff for years. Um, I also do employee engagement corporate events. I've been, I started out with the company that I work for. They asked me to do employee engagement programs and I did three big events for Lockheed Martin. That's who I work for. And I did an amazing event a few years ago for soccer shot. Oh, wow. Um, so any, if you're looking to do something new, you know, instead of going bowling or going to an amusement park, like, let me teach your employees how to play disc golf. It well, doesn't matter their age or ability. I can teach anybody how to play. All right, so I was just going to ask. Let me ask you this. Say you get some, one of our listeners right now listening to this, and they're somewhere on the other side of the country right now, or they're in the Midwest. What can they do, or what advice do you have for them to get to kind of get started? Okay, so you can go to any local park. There's, there's disc golf courses all over the place. Since COVID, there's courses everywhere. And you can even go to your local Dick's Sporting Goods. You can go online, Amazon. You can get discs shipped to your house the like very next day. Um, almost every day of the week, there is a local course that has a league. It's usually like $5 to play. And you get partnered up with somebody. And the great thing that I love more than anything about the disc golf community is the camaraderie. Yeah. We are all here to help each other. And we just want to keep and show everybody how to play. We're not like, oh, I'm so much better than you. We want you to be just as good as, if not better, because we love the competition. And it's just such a fun thing that you can do as a family. It's not very expensive. You can get a couple discs and a bag. You can even... If you don't have, you don't want to buy a professional bag, that's okay. Like, you can just grab an old backpack and throw a couple of discs in there. Almost all the local courses are free. That's so and cool. Can, it's such a cool sport. Now, here, here's the other thing. Are you available for travel? Like, if, let's say somebody in, uh, I don't know, Missouri says, hey, she does corporate events. Are you, is that something absolutely. that, you, yeah? I would absolutely travel. You know, I mean... Like, obviously, right, the like additional and charges right. for me to right. travel. But if the, a corporation wanted me to do a large event, I, I would be willing to travel just about anywhere. All right, so listen up, guys. I know I got a lot of business owners and stuff that, that listen to this show. You need a, you need a, uh, you know, 
bring some camaraderie, bring the team together. You want to do a team meeting or whatnot. Amber's available. Again, open up uh, another browser. Go to discgolfentertainment.com. You can email her at amber at discgolfentertainment.com. It sounds like a party to me, quite frankly. Set it up, have her come out, show you guys how to how to disc golf and stuff. I'm actually going up there when I, um, here, hopefully soon. I'm going to try to make the uh, coming up there. And in fact, I got to talk to her offline now that I'm saying this because uh, my son's home and we're looking to do some some stuff. And we were talking about doing something new, and uh, so this is this is really cool. You, you guys have to check this out because it it's. It's fun, and more importantly, it's getting you guys outside. And you guys know how much I'm, I'm constantly harping on people. You got to get outside. Well, I don't have anything to do. Well, now you, now you don't have an excuse. Learn how to play disc golf. This is freaking awesome. I absolutely love this, Amber, uh, on what you're doing. So you have these events coming up. You do corporate events. What else do you have coming up? Two weekend community events. Uh, you know how people go out and play cornhole yeah. and you're not really like great at, but you just want something fun to do. So I do novice amateur tournaments, like on the weekend, I'm going to be using almost all the, I try to use local parks yeah. um, that are anyone can come to and you'll just play like nine or 10 holes. I'll pair you up with a partner or you can pick your own partner. Um, and you're like, well, I don't know how to play. Well, if you show up an hour early, I give everybody a lesson. I have discs available to borrow or to buy. Um, So if you don't know how to play or if you're like spouse or a friend plays and they're like, I want you to come, but maybe they're not the best person to teach you. If you show up an hour early, I'll give everybody a good lesson. And what we do is we play nine holes of disc golf. I usually have it themed. I usually encourage everyone to wear like tie-dye. Yeah, I, like I was it. just going to say, last time we were talking about this, you did a tie-dye yeah. one, didn't you? And I usually have like fun stuff for the kids, like girls. I usually give them like flower headbands. I have like John Lennon's sunglasses. I do different things for like each event. And uh, then at the end, after we play, I usually do like a fun putting tournament. It's called the Ring of Fire, and everybody stands around the target, and we all throw at the same time. And whoever makes it stays. We take one step back and throw again, and then we just continue to it until the last person's out. And it's usually like three hours, so we'll do it from like ten to one. So you don't have to get up super early. It doesn't take up your entire day. You can go to lunch after, but. It brings everybody together, and it's something new to do. That's so cool. Again, folks, open up another browser. Go to discgolfentertainment.com. Get scheduled with her today. Amber, I got another question for you. Yeah. You're on a show called The Decision Hour. That means we're making decisions every single day. Now, I didn't prepare you for this question, so this is going to catch you off a little bit. Your feet are on the line. And you have to make that decision. What is it, and what's the atmosphere like at that time? The decision for what? You have to make a decision. We make decisions every day, right? So now I want you to think of a time in your life where your feet were on the line and you have to make that decision. What was it, and what was the atmosphere like? My decision to start this business. Go on. Like, I just been something I've been wanting to do my entire life. And I'm probably going to get a little emotional. That's <laughs> um, So I wanted to do this a couple of years ago. And then, um, like, COVID kind of happened. And then um, 
my parents were really sick. So my dad, you know, taught me how to play disc golf. Sorry, I'm emotional now. So um, my dad passed away in January and I promised him I would do this. So I just kind of wanted to like carry on his legacy to like share the sport. I'm loving it. Thank you for sharing that yeah. with us. I absolutely love it. Um, folks, you can, now Amber, real quick, you can, people can find you on social media and stuff as well, correct? Yes, you can find me on Facebook, Disc Golf Entertainment LLC, and the same on Instagram. Perfect. And then, folks, make sure we're going to have, we're going to take her, all of her stuff in the show notes below, as well as hyperlink her website to make it easy for you guys to go check it out. Amber, we t- thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your story with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And I look forward to meeting all of you and can't wait to see you at my events. I love it. Love it. Folks, before we let you go, make sure you go check out Heroes Media Group, our parent network company. It's got to Go check out all the shows and new content that's going up over there. Stay tuned for uh, things that we have with Amber coming up keep your eye out for it. We, we may or may not have some things coming up this fall with her, hopefully. So uh, we'll share more of that as that stuff transpires. Uh, but until next time, that's all the time we have today. You've been listening to the decision hour.